William Barclay once said, The finest gifts are given, not after waiting until need has to ask, but by the person whose eye sees, whose heart feels, and whose hand is stretched out even before any request is made. God gave mankind the finest gift that could ever be given. He saw our need before we even knew it, or before we even asked. We were living our lives apart from Him, but God's heart longed for our fellowship, so He commended His love to us through the gift of His Son, Jesus. Jesus stretched out His hands on the cross to give us God's love. He died and rose from the grave to pay the penalty for our sin against God and to provide reconciliation. When we accept this gift, we have fellowship with God. What greater gift could we possibly want? Today on Grace Notes, our host Barbara Sandbeck will talk about how we should respond to this great gift. The normal thing to do when someone gives you a gift is to say, Thank you! Yet we so often forget to thank God for the gifts He continually gives us. In Old Testament times, God commanded men to build altars to commemorate His blessing. He also ordered His people to conduct feasts, sometimes for weeks, to celebrate His works on their behalf. Why? Because remembering and rejoicing reinforced their faith. And it will do the same for us. Why should we praise God? Well, Moses praised God just for who He is. At the end of his life, he summed up his feelings in Deuteronomy 32, 3 and 4 by saying, I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock. His works are perfect and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. God is good and God is great because God is love. Psalm 136 verses 1 through 3 reads, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. Why does God do all He does for us? Because He loves us. We need to allow ourselves to be in wonder of His love. This will cause us to respond to Him as Hebrews twelve twenty nine says, Be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and with awe, and do as Psalm 100 instructs, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth through all generations.
What should we praise God for? First of all, for the gift of physical life. I was made aware recently of the truth of Romans 1.20, which says, Since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power, and His divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. In a movie I was watching, there was a scene where a man was shipwrecked on a raft in the middle of nowhere. He had nothing left. The moon was coming up on the horizon, and it was bigger than he'd ever seen. Faced with his losses, his imminent death, and the incredible display of God's works, he said, God, I don't know you very well, but thank you for life. Well, if Hollywood acknowledged that God exists and that life is a gift, how much more should we value what we have? But more important than physical life is the gift of eternal life. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, if we would just take this verse and ponder all that's going on here, we'd enter into that awesome wonder. God's love caused Him to give His Son. Jesus' love caused Him to give His life for us. This is not a gift that passes away with time. It's eternal. The only response required of us is to believe in Jesus. Is that so hard? When we accept His gift of love, we can claim Romans 8.38, which says, I am persuaded that neither life nor death nor angels, nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, His love endures forever. There may come a time when everything you have is stripped away. It may be then that you'll truly understand that with Jesus as your Savior, you have everything you need. We can praise God, too, for the gifts He gives to meet our needs. We have squirrels and birds that have adopted our house. I lure the squirrels with pistachios. It amazes me how God directs them to the food. Matthew 6.26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And Matthew 6.31 says, Do not worry about what you will eat, drink, or wear. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of them. Notice it says, What you will eat, drink, or wear. That's future provision. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. God's help is for the present, not the past, not the future. As believers, He's forgiven our past and secured and ordained our future. Philippians 4.6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, that's key, present your request to God. And what do you get? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You see, worry keeps us from seeing the blessings we have and being thankful. Why not thank God for His provision and rest in Him? When should we praise God? 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Even in the middle of painful situations, Jesus is there. For that fact alone, we can and should be thankful. So far, we've defined the who, why, what, and when of praise. Now, let's talk about how we should praise God. 
with a proper heart. Ephesians 5.20 says, Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Music bears your soul. Making music is different than just singing. Music is made when a grateful heart mixes with an open mouth. We need to praise with a proper walk. Psalm 104b says, Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. His name is His character, His faithfulness, patience, mercy, love, kindness, compassion, to name a few. How do we bless His name? By demonstrating His character, by being Christ-like, living our lives as a thank-you letter to the Lord. We need to praise with proper words to others about God. Psalm 105, 1b says, Make known His deeds among the people. And Hebrews thirteen fifteen and 16 says, Let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess His name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. The greatest gift we can share with others is the salvation message told in this closing song. Why not sing along with me? Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. Great.
We pray you've been blessed by this program. If so, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.